As you just heard live here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the province detailing, giving us some details as to how and when the Ontario economy will start to reopen. Here is the Premier again just moments ago detailing what will be allowed to to reopen as of Saturday. Today, I'm ready to announce that this Saturday at 12.01 a.m., private parks and campgrounds, marinas and boat clubs, golf courses and businesses that board animals will be allowed to open. All right. That is just in time, of course, for the May 2-4 or the long weekend, which is fast approaching. On Tuesday, stage one officially begins. Here's what that includes. I want to be clear that businesses should open only if they are ready. I'll repeat that. Only if they are ready. We can reopen retail stores with street entrance that are not located in shopping malls with strict social distancing measures in place. Certain seasonal venues, including outdoor sports fields, tennis courts, and off-leash dog parks, vets and other pet services, such as pet grooming by appointment only, animal shelters, household services, such as cleaning and maintenance, certain health and medical services, including scheduled surgeries and in-person counseling. We'll also lift the essential construction limits to allow all construction to resume. All right, let's welcome in Sheila Block, a senior economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, to go over some of this with us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Sheila, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay, lots to go over, needless to say. Uh, First of all, maybe I'll ask you just for your overall impression of what you heard from the government. Uh, Did you like what you heard? Um, Well, the government seemed to be saying that they were going to take this cautiously, that they were going to keep kind of public health and safety at the forefront, uh, and that they were going to try and keep all of us safe. And I think we really have to remember all of these shutdowns, all of this economic pain that we're suffering is in the aid of of public health and in the aid of keeping us healthy. And so I think that the government kept that at the forefront um, was something that seemed like good news to me. All right. One of the things we heard, of course, was strict physical distancing, that there must be strict physical distancing for a lot of these businesses. I would think chief among them, these retail businesses with storefronts. Again, those in malls not allowed to reopen uh, right away. But one of the details we didn't really get, Sheila, was just exactly... How that will be policed, and does this uh, have any teeth? Is that concerning? Yeah, absolutely. What we have a big concern about is that uh, nobody should have to choose between putting food on the table and staying safe. And while they announced that there were guidelines and inspections that would happen um, and uh, to try and ensure that these guidelines were in place, we know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of workplaces across the province and we're really concerned that, um, you know, a lot of these um, businesses that are opening up do include close physical contact and that people might be actually putting their health at risk and the health of their families and their neighbors. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's too much uh, onus, and I want to look at this on a couple of different levels or with a couple of different factors, but too much onus on customers and employees and even the employers. And I want to start with, uh, well, we just heard in some of the clips we played there, and the Premier said this a couple of times, Sheila, that if businesses aren't ready, please don't open. Should it be up to them to decide if they're ready? 
I think what the Premier is saying is, here are the guidelines, and if you're not ready to follow these guidelines, um, then you shouldn't be opening. So I don't think it's, it's wide open in that manner to kind of say, you know, if you think you're good, good to go, good to go. It's can you meet the requirements that we have set out to open safely. Um, but I do worry that um, without adequate access to personal protective equipment, without that um, uh, and without enough guidelines and without enough information, even within those guidelines, that, that uh, you know, people are feeling an enormous amount of economic pressure. Businesses, business owners are finding it, feeling it. Um, you know, employees are feeling it, and I am really concerned that people will have to make that, feel like they have to make that choice between their income and their health. Right, and uh, businesses, are they going to look at these guidelines and say, well, I think we're there, we can kind of uh, get there, but uh, of course, in the back of their mind, uh, they want to reopen, and nobody can blame them. They've got bills to pay, they've got uh, employees who want to go back to work, they've got customers that probably want to come back into their store, so there is a lot of pressure on them to, to get the doors uh, open. Maybe if they're not quite ready, I mean, again, can we count on them to sort of have that honest conversation with themselves? So that's a big, big ask. I think there are some other big questions we have, too, like is this limited opening where you can only have one customer in at a time? Is that going to be enough to keep these businesses going? And the other question is how comfortable are customers going to feel actually going into a store? Um, and how safe are they going to feel? So there are a whole lot of questions here. Um, I think, you know, this is a pretty cautious start, and I think for health reasons that's where it's at, but I think both businesses and employees are going to really continue to need government assistance as we start this down this what really kind of long road to reopening the economy. Joined on the line by Sheila Block, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, as we go over some of the announcements just made by the Ontario government when it comes to reopening the Ontario economy in Stage 1, which again will commence on Tuesday of next week. You just mentioned cost, Sheila. That's another note I made uh, listening to the press conference. They did, uh, the government say, they're going to set up a a hotline or a way for businesses to uh, connect with suppliers of PPE, which, of course, is going to be crucial. It's going to be critical for employees and their health and safety and the uh, health and safety of their customers as well. But there was no mention about who's going to pick up the tab here. And, again, is this too heavy of a lift, too much of an ask of some uh, businesses who have not had income for, you know, a couple of months now, eight, nine weeks, to all of a sudden have have to absorb another cost when it comes to PPE? Well, I think absorbing the cost for PPE in comparison to kind of needing more help on their rent, um, I think that might be a smaller cost um, for, these, for these businesses. I think their big costs are really those fixed costs. You know, how have they been paying their rent over the last nine weeks? How are they... Um, you know, their, their utilities, their property taxes, those are the bigger pieces. I think it's actually quite helpful to have a central place where they can um, help get some help finding that equipment because we know shortages of that have had really big impacts and, you know, pretty tragic impacts in other workplaces. Sure, but again, is that too much of an ask for some businesses that have not had any revenue for the last uh, few weeks? Uh, it could be... I don't know, maybe a bit of a death blow for, for some businesses deciding whether or not they actually can afford to uh, reopen if they're looking uh, you know, ahead to PPE costs in the short term and the long term, and if they can really stick it out. 
Yeah, so those costs, those PPE costs are one new one. I think they're going to have a lot of increased cleaning costs, and they're also have to, going to look, have to be looking at a reduction in volume, right, because you can't have a big crowd of people in there. That means you're going to be... Um, you're going to be really slowing down your business. A whole bunch of factors that'll be tough for businesses to um, figure out the way forward. Yeah, do you think that that's a talk business owners, small and large companies, uh, are having right now? When it, uh, I mean, everybody's happy to hear that there's a plan and stage one will commence on a Tuesday to reopen the economy and get some people uh, back to work. But are there some tough calculations and decisions, do you think, being, being made by businesses right now as to whether or not they indeed are going to reopen? I mean, we've reported on several restaurants who have already closed. Oh, I think you're absolutely correct there. I think... This first stage, um, a lot of businesses will be thinking, should I open now? And if I can't afford to open now with that reduced business, how much longer can I hang on? And I think as we move, um, you know, as the time passes more and people are, you know, having kind of very reduced revenues, uh, while there's while a lot of their costs continue, uh, we're going to see a lot more casualties. This is going to be a tough one. Yeah, just finally, Sheila, and we'll get you out on this uh, question. I know you're an economist and uh, not a doctor or a health expert, but were you also somewhat dismayed by the lack of detail when it comes to maybe, you know, turning this back if we have to, or uh, what is the threshold moving forward in a couple of weeks, how to get to stage two or stage three? We didn't get a lot of detail when it comes to particularly uh, numbers. We just heard words like, if there's a flare-up, then we might have to reconsider. Yeah, it's pretty concerning because a flare-up means people people being very sick and, and potentially some deaths. Um, my hope is that the government has a plan, but, um, yeah, it didn't seem too clear to me that they did, and that's absolutely a concern. How do we roll this back if uh, if we find that one of these steps is a mistake? And I think that's definitely um, a possibility here. We're on uncharted territory, and only time will tell whether this uh, this is actually happening too fast. Yeah, not only how do we roll this back if we have to, but again, what is that threshold? Uh, what is the number? When we talk about a flare-up, uh, what exactly is that? And if we pass a, a certain threshold, then how do we roll it back? Sheila, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time and breaking this down for us. Great. Thanks so much for having me. There goes Sheila Block, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives.